Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.
Welcome, everyone. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much. It's Monday, July the 11th, 8.40 p.m. Thank you so much for being live. We're about 13 people live right now. If you have not subscribed already, please make sure to subscribe. Uh, click on the notification bell for all notifications. Thank you so much. Uh, before we start, I want to, again, encourage everybody to check us out on our social media. We're uh, live right now on our Twitter, at LPO underscore podcast. We're also live on Facebook at uh, Loud and Proud Orlando, as well on YouTube. Click the notification bell for all notifications. Subscribe, leave us, drop us a comment. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And we have a lot to talk about. Um, get low, get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. I'm telling you guys, uh, I was, I mean, it was a long night uh, to the point that I still haven't gotten the picture, some of the pictures from, from George from 101 Creative. I want to uh, give kudos. Uh, I do have some of the, some of the pictures I still haven't posted them on Instagram. I've been so busy with the, my other outlet also. And, uh, but uh, it was a long night. It was a long night, but you know, it was like a meme. Like, honestly, I mean, that's the best way I could describe it. I thought this game was going to end up nil-nil. Uh, I mean, I think those two two hours and minutes that the team had to wait, it kind of cost us a little bit because the players already were – they just want to get home, man. You know, honestly, I mean, think about it. I think everyone wanted to get home. And, uh, you know, in the end, um, you know, I think uh, – God is purple and, and, and Florida is purple too. And, you know, uh, get low, you know, get low. And he just, I don't know what he did. He did something similar against Peru, I'm going to say, when he played a friendly. And he was, I mean, he did a horrible job. I think, I mean, I'm sure that when he got into the locker room, they uh, said a couple of words to him, I'm sure. But, you know, we'll analyze what happened against Inter. Uh, we'll also we'll analyze um, what's coming next for Orlando City, uh, which is Colorado and uh, Atlanta United in, 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 at their home turf, right? And um, I, I don't, you know, rumors that not a lot of people people are jumping ship to other, you know, there you have some Seattle Sounders jerseys now there, and uh, maybe some uh, Inter Miami shirts down there, and uh, or NYCFC too, you know, some of them start speaking with an Italian accent. You know, uh, it's it's becoming, I guess, apparent that everyone's jumping ship out of Atlanta. I don't know, but that's what I've heard too. But um, drop us a like, subscribe, and um, Dave, how are you, my friend? Welcome. Well, I'm doing good. Hopefully, you guys can hear me uh, clearly. Uh, I'm in a different location of my house. For the people that consume my vlog on a regular basis, I'm back at the couch where all dreams come true. You know, part of the wealth that I have been able to accumulate with all that podcasting money that I am told that no. I'm stacking in my in my uh, I'm in you know, like, dude. Like I'm like uh, what was that, that that show where the duck had all that money? He would swim into it, Ducktails. <laughs> That's basically what I'm doing with all this podcasting money. It's a nice but land, uh, dude. no, no, for sure. Uh, but no, uh, on a serious note, um, uh, I um, went to the game just like you guys. Had that uh, two-hour delay. Spoke with a ton of listeners. Uh, thank you very much to every single person that came uh, and, uh, and and you know wanted to say hello. Just wanted to say they they, they like the show. Uh, I got a couple of hugs. Uh, people asking me for pictures. I don't know why they would want a picture with somebody like me. But hey, by all means, I will always oblige. Uh, I spend the game with. Um, 
uh, with good friend Eddie Cruz. So it was it was nice to, you know, have the two hour, two and a half hours. You know, if I would have been there by myself, it would have been horrific. But you know, like I said, uh, I was there with a friend, and then we sat down on the uh, at, at ten. It was like ten ten ish by the time the boys kicked the ball. Uh, I know a lot of haters are like, oh, the atmosphere was dead. Friends, it was dead because <laughs> the game ended at 12.30. Most Come people, on. especially Miami fans, had a three, three and a half, four-hour drive ahead of them. I mean, kudos to the people that stayed. Uh, I have to say I have to, uh, have to praise both fan bases. These are Floridians. They know what football is like in the state of Florida. Nobody lost their cool. Everybody was just like, okay, we're just going to have to wait and, you know, just go through the motions. And, uh, and, and it was a great uh, atmosphere. We had some violence incidents. Uh, there was an Orlando City fan that I guess uh, there's courage. There, they sell liquid courage at the stadium because he decided to take 50 uh, Miami fans all by himself, got beat up, got kicked out, got trespassed for the next year. So there you go. You play stupid win, stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Uh, then there were some Miami fans that decided to start fights at, at the end of the result. Again, trespass, some some handcuffs, and out up you go. I mean, now if you really like Orlando, now you're gonna like Orlando to the 25th power, spending a night at 33rd County Jail, uh, eating those Bologna and cheese sandwiches with Kool Aid. I I tell you what, I know people that had them. They're not that great, and uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of information, and anyways, we're gonna get to all that. So I'll pass the microphone to Paola. Hi guys, it's good to be back as every Monday. I didn't pay the bill, that's why the on air is not <laughs> light up. I didn't get my money off this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, it was only two hours of delay, David. It I it, it felt longer. Um. It was my first delay super late game. Oh, same here. Oh, same to you? Yeah. Luis? It, yeah I they, felt that it was, I was like. You know, Mike, kudos, kudos to communications because honestly, I, I don't know how they did it, but they pushed it through. <laughs> I mean, at they, some they, point, they, I pull up my phone I mean, to, my, my to see. Off. To see um, Evan Weston and, and, and Miguel Gallardo, like yeah. to see when the game was going to start because I was like, I had Miami fans next to me and it, they were annoying at some point I was, I was like come on guys shut up but anyways they shut up at some point and I was next to the dude that they, he was kicked out um I was in the floor I saw all the wave of people running into me I was like what's going on when I stand up it was that dude throwing something to them I'm like dumb but anyways I had good time um whoever said that it was a boring game um People were like for five hours waiting for that game, so it was understandable. But um, it, it was it was boring. We didn't see a goal until Low uh, did it for us, so thank you. Um, it, it was fun just seeing their reactions, but we can talk about that later. So happy to be here with you guys. Oh, you know, happy to to be for you to be here too. And uh, I wanted to read some comments uh, from start. It says Jim D. I'm in Victor. It says, Jim D, what a stupid match that was. I was laughing so hard. Thank goodness we won. That was a long rain delay. Uh, then it says here, Furnace Purple, F Miami. 
says uh, Victor Sanchez. Uh, Low is also a rowdy. Oh, man, it makes really wow. Okay, it makes sense now. A, a lot of things make sense. Uh, I saw I saw Victor. I saw Jim uh, after the game, uh, like back to back. Actually, like I said goodbye to Victor, and I immediately saw Jim. So yeah, a win's a win, guys. Yeah, Jim D says a win's a win no matter what. Says Victor Sanchez. I, I agree. I mean, it's a win. I mean, now we're you know we're still on fifth, right? We just need to win the next two. I mean, if we win the next two, we're going to be – people are going to be like, oh, Orlando. You know, and like I think uh, – sure. What's his name? Alexi Lai is going to have to – oh, Orlando. Oh, they're actually um, they're a great market. Oh, Disney. Great. You know? Uh, other than that, uh, you know, it could definitely push us down a little bit down on the table. But, guys, uh, our, our concentration should be on the U.S. Open Cup too, right? I mean, uh, I think that's going to be our that's our conversation for next week for sure. For sure, yeah. So let's let's go ahead and start. Uh, you know, with my you know, this is some pictures. Thank you to um, <coughs> George from One Eight One Creative uh, for for all the pictures. You know, um, check them out on Instagram at at One Eight One Creative. Um, thank you so much there. And uh, anyways, what? Oh, hold on. Uh, there you go. Um, First and foremost, I'm going to say that physicality was pretty key from the get-go. I think both teams came out full force. They're trying to, you know, set the precedent to dominate the mid. And I think Inter-Miami's tactics where we knock down Pereira and their whole – is it going to be a domino effect for them to, to – for us to kind of gain control of the mid. But – Again, Miami wasn't that good either. So when they recoup, when they took the ball away from Orlando, they really didn't cause that much harm. Um, um, I think the backline of Orlando today, they had a well um, on um, on on Saturday, they had a great game and uh, they were able to neutralize a lot of the attacks for Inter Miami. So it became a very uh, I will say friction game. So it was a friction match. It was a lot of contact, you know, a, a lot of rougher play. Um, um, honestly, in, in a way, um, I saw less turnovers than most games. Um, and we, but we still, and, and the reason why is because of one player that had probably his best match in the MLS. And that was uh, Cesar Araujo, right? Uh, I think, uh, he had, I think, 85% passing accuracy, I will say. He also had a, over eight or nine tackles on the game. Um, then Rodrigo Schlegel was also on point. Um, Miami was committing a lot of fouls, and Orlando committed some fouls, but Miami wasn't able to capitalize on the chances that Orlando gave them. Um, but the turnover galore that usually Orlando has is uh, accustomed to uh, it, it it didn't seem like that happened with Araujo on the field. And, uh, you know, he did talk to media after. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, he, he was very shy. And he said, you know, I want to, you know, represent my club. And I want to make sure I do good. They asked him about the national team, the Uruguayan national team. He says, I'm not focused on that right now. I'm focused on Orlando. He's very, very self-centered guy. Young, young man, too. And um, believe it or not, he, to me, was the cornerstone of this team. Then, obviously, uh, Junior Russo was also – he had a great, play, uh, um, great game, in my opinion. I think um, 
he had runs uh, through the defense. Um, he had also um, – he almost scored one goal too, and uh, I believe that he had a pretty good game. I don't know what were your observations are from the get-go, uh, Dave, regarding this match. No, I have to agree with everything you said. I have to say that the Uruguayans, Facundo Torres, uh, Mauricio Pereira, and uh, Cesar Araujo, they just definitely impressed as a matter of fact, uh, when I was talking to Eddie, he said, "Hey, if if Cesar was playing for the opposing uh, for the opposing team, I will be upset because every time this guy has this talent to get fouls in dangerous areas, you know. And had this been a ref that uh, was card happy, probably we would have seen some sendoffs uh, on Miami's end. Um, personally, listen, it was it was a boring game." In the sense that you know the players had overcommitted, they were tired. Fans were tired. Uh, we went through the emotions. Um, one of the things that, uh, and I have said this before, that uh, friends and, and and people who follow me on social media that not necessarily follow follow Orlando City, but you know like football, have some knowledge about it. They keep telling me is that you know our club seems to be. Passable, 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 lose the ball, then we're going, you know, we have to go defend the counterattack. We're not shooting on on, on frame. And a, and a friend from England told me, hey, you know, when you shoot on frame, things happen. You you, you get a deflection, you get a handball, you, you know, you, you get a lucky goal, just like the goal that uh, Inter Miami 2 uh, uh, got on uh, Greenwest uh, last night. We can talk about that. Um, you know, things happen. You get a corner kick. Things happen when you shoot on frame. And um, uh, you know, it's unbelievable that the one goal in the game happens when Jake Moraney throws the ball into uh, the in, into the box in what seemed to be completely innocent. Their goalkeeper had a cover, but our friend uh, Damian Lowe decided not today, not today, Satan, not today. I'm gonna take over uh, <laughs> and All got right. the ball in the frame and. That's it, my friends. You know, football's cruel and unpredictable. Two minutes before blowing the uh, the whistle, we got the three points. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be quite honest. We were not that great Saturday night or Sunday morning at that point, but we got the three points. And you know, when you get gifted three points, you take them, you run, and that's 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 all I have to say about the night. And, and Paula, what were your thoughts uh, from the get-go of this game? Uh, how do you um, – obviously, it was, a, it was a long wait for sure. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I was bored at the second half. I was unfaithful at the at – the, I, 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 I was like you. I was like, okay, we, we were a tie at one point. It's whatever, and then thanks, low for that three points. I've been saying – Saying it, <clears throat> we need a left back or a right back. I feel that Holiday should be rotating. I don't know why we they, they're not putting him. I feel that he was on fire with the U.S. national team, youth team. Why not? Like, give him a chance. Um, I like his crossing. Ruan has not been, um, how you may call it, liable on his crossing. Give that kid a chance. Um, has been improving. So I think we need to be rotating him. We're not connect. And the front, 
we're not connecting. Um, obviously, like David said, we should be shooting and we're playing hot potato in front of the of the box. I don't know. The floor, the floor is lava for them. I don't know what is going on. So let's shoot the ball. I don't know what's going on. Um uh, like like uh Luis, you have said it before. Kara is not a natural striker. You have to feed him in order to get the ball into the net. Um we need a striker, a uh, natural striker. So those are my feelings. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, tactically, I'm going to say, yeah, everything. Um, if you can see here, software score, uh, softwarescore.com scores. Um, the backline, as, as I was saying in, in, in the beginning of the show, um, spot on, right? I think Kyle Smith um, got a 6.7 because he had a yellow card. But other than that, he would have been in the greens, probably seven, seven out of 10 for sure. Great game by Kyle Smith, in my opinion. Then the mid worked perfectly by Cesar Araujo being the only six. He didn't play with another, you know, um, a back and forth player, you know, somebody that attacks and maybe defense, maybe like Urso. Urso was on the right side and he was also helping out on the wing, believe it or not. He was doing a wing job because Facundo Torres had the liberty to go in the middle, associate also right here with the... Which with is the super mid. difficult, Luis, because if you don't have right. a tandem partner and you right. lose your man, that guy yeah. is going on goal. Now, another another good... I mean, how, how vital is Mauricio Pereira for Orlando City? A lot of people talk a lot of stuff about him, in my opinion. You know, there's like a drummer, too, that in Facebook, the, I don't know. He, he says that he's, he, you know, he's trash or something like that. You know, you take Mauricio Pereira out of the equation and it's a domino effect. I mean, he's that important in my opinion. Um, I think, uh, the, you know, Oscar's, um, Oscar needs to find a, a suitable backup when Mauricio, you know, needs some time off, need to need some fresher legs. And I think to me, that person is Facundo Torres, right? Uh, either that or try to mold uh, Pato on, on that role. Uh, I mean that that would be my, my personal humble opinion as a, as a journalist, uh, but I think Mauricio, uh, it's vital in in the squad for Orlando City. You take him out, and we lose a lot of passing uh, on the um, on the attack, um, you know. And he he's the connector, he's the glue of the attack. And now our attack too was apart. I think on the left wing, you know, it wasn't the best game for Benjamin Michel. You know, I, I, I will have to say that. I mean, there really wasn't a lot of chance created on that side. And Urgent Cara was just, again, lo a, lo a, a lone wolf right there at top. You know, no one well, was able to feed him. And, you know, Facundo Torres, Junior Urso. So these three right here in the mid were really pushing to score um, um, more than, more than likely, you know, and, uh, we need to see more um, more of a connection through through the wings and with your striker right up top. Something there is not clicking. I don't know what it may be. That's something for Pareja to analyze for sure. But the finishing is still something that it needs to improve. Um, there's a lot of players that are on the market that are free agents right now. And people are talking about Luis Suarez, <laughs> right? I don't know if he would consider Orlando. I mean, Orlando's a great family city for sure. I'm going to have to say, I mean, what, what better place than Orlando for sure. And uh, But, I mean, we need somebody that is going to take that ball and uh, be able to 
create a either create a play on the one v one, write an attack as a nine, or have a partner for Kara and play a system that has two strikers because he's too he's too alone up there, uh, and no one is feeding him. I mean, and when you feed him, you, you know he scored. He has scored before, uh, corner kicks, um, free kicks. Uh, you know, he even tried a bicycle kick. So. That's just my opinion. I think um, that's the Achilles heel of Orlando. It's uh, finishing the play. And um, uh, they need to get better because competition is going to get tougher and tougher. And that's the beauty of the MLS, right? And uh, I think Orlando already got used to qualifying to playoffs, right? So we need to, we need to really start definitely fixing that. I, I think um, hopefully there's new names coming up, hopefully in the transfer window. Let's see. Uh, but that, that that was my observation tactically of this game. I don't know what were your thoughts there. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Luis, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm it, rarely do I say very little, and uh, I think you cover everything. There's really not much to talk about this game. Uh, to be honest with you, what lays ahead, what we have in front of us, to be honest with you, is it's the the steak and potatoes of this show. Uh, it was it was just a game that I can only describe as two drunk old men in a, 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 a room trying to fight each other. Somebody shuts the lights off and they're trying to connect. That's this, this is what happened. Both teams were not at their best. And uh, I'm not afraid to say we got lucky. The soccer gods, you know, uh, were in our favor. Any other day, that's, that happens to us. Uh, we've been in the receiving, of, uh, receiving end of those. You guys – see how uh, um, Wayne Rooney's coming back to D.C. as a manager, and they're digging up that stupid freaking video that doesn't want to go away with uh, uh, Will oh, Judge. Yeah, all he, had to do, all he had to do was just kick the ball, and, and, and they dig that out, and he just – I, I got to say, as a neutral, probably it's, it's great as a fan of Orlando City. It's just like a dagger that just doesn't go away. Um, so, um, so all I have to say is the points incredibly well received. We needed them. Um, we're going to go down there next month. I want to finish them off. I, I, I want to shut them down. I want to beat them in their house. I think, uh, uh, if you are an old school Orlando city like me for 10 years, you heard how great they were going to be. The, uh, David Beckham, Bush Spice. Messi, Ronaldo, this all this, 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 this fantasy they created about how great this team was gonna be hasn't panned out. And I want to show that at the end of the day, uh, teams that are built with blood, sweat, and tears, and a fan base that is there in the good and the bad. Because listen, there's other other teams that are having bad times like Atlanta, and you see their Twitter with fans saying, "I'm not renewing my season tickets. I'm not going to the games anymore." I, I, when they started winning, I'm going to be coming back. Listen, this this humble servant of this club that does this for free, that, that everything that I do is because I love my club. I renew my season tickets the day uh, Orlando City uh, uh, lost nine games in a row in 2018. I, I, I was there for, for, for the, the humiliations and the firings and all the embarrassments. I've been with my club, and I will continue to be with my club no matter what, that's like we have said in this podcast many times, we're fans of the club, not of the result. And we exhort all of you to be like that. Um, 
before uh, before we go to Paola, because I have some um, some uh, information that uh, that was gonna build on what just Luis said about how our playoff picture is looking, points wise, and what we need to do. Uh, again, um, I see all the comments, and uh, after Paola, Luis, if we can go to the comments, because our fan base, sure, is, it's 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 uh, and I, wow. again, I appreciate every single oh, one of you guys God. because this podcast is for you guys. And, it, and, and everything that we do is for you. So I, I conclude with this. Um, the game is not the one that I would have preferred. Listen, there was people there <clears throat> from out of the country. I saw on Twitter. They loved it. They loved our passion, our resilience. And But like I said, it, 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 just, it just, at the end of the day, a lack of um, concentration from a Miami player. And we capitalized on that. Who cares? It's three points. They lost. We get to gloat about it. Uh, Paola, what are your thoughts? My thoughts were two things. And something that I have been observating, we're taking too long to pass the ball to Kara. That's one. Because there were like three instances that Kara was by himself and it wasn't offside and we didn't pass pass the ball to him. I was like, what's, what's going on? Why we didn't pass the ball to him? That's one. Second, um, <clears throat> if Benji didn't had a bad game, I think the story was going to be different because uh, Jetlin got him, period. I think if Jake would start, I don't know what happened there. Um, probably Pareja was rotating as normal, get him the chance. Um, Jetlin was on his back. Um because Robin Jensen, like, two or three times passed two, like, good passing balls to, to Benji, but Jetlin just got him. And I don't know, the ref, I don't know why he didn't took those uh, yellow cards uh, faster because it was getting out of control, those fouls. I don't know if you agree or disagree, um, but um, those were my points. Um, and I don't know if you agree about the, about the ref. Well, when it comes to the ref, I mean, belongs in OBT, right? I mean, uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's honestly, that's, <laughs> I, I always wanted to say that. It's Jetlin, yeah. right? I, I was saying jingling cause I didn't you know, know how to say DeAndre that. Jetlin, <laughs> although his hair looks like it's. A bottle of yingling for sure. Yeah. Yingling, right? Yeah. I mean, Kool Aid, uh, you know that. Kool Aid, I mean, honestly, don't know. Oh, how, by how the women, way, how, how women find that attractive? I have no, no clue. No, uh, no, it looks like a Smurf. Anyway, that's, that's what the punk kids used to do in my high school. They used to put just Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid. Yeah. By Kool-Aid. the way, that was karma because he was in the ground. Oh, I got cramps. Two seconds later, Lowe got that score. That was karma because, hallelujah, he was running after that. So that's karma. Yeah, for yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Magic spray. Let's let's read some comments, guys. Absolutely. Jim D, I think Benji needs to play striker if on the field. He can run behind and score, no doubt. But yeah, doesn't have the then. skill to take players 1v1 on, on the wing. Unfortunately, I honestly, I agree with him. I think if you you – Kind of, it's kind of like, um, I mean, t- um, Team Tebow, when he was at the Patriots, 
right? And they and Belichick told them, "Hey, man, I have a position for you. You're gonna be, you're gonna win a ring, but you're gonna be a tight end." And then and then Tebow's like, "No, but my calling because of you know my calling is to be a quarterback. My calling is to be a quarterback." Bro, is either a tight end or you're gonna go? I need some hot. Do- I need some ketchup on these hot dogs right here for the guys. Either that or you're gonna play tight end. I mean, honestly, it, it has to be that way. I mean, I think Pareja needs to find. We gotta do some about somebody finishing the play. I would like to see him, like Jim D said, maybe second striker. You know, you have Kara in a system, maybe um, four three two one, right? And uh, maybe. Um, Put him right there with Kara, you know, and uh, and see and see what happens. You know, maybe Kara feels more confident to score. Maybe Benji's also that player that can hold up the ball, pass it back for somebody to shoot. I mean, a lot of things can happen, but I think it's a good idea for sure. Uh, Victor Sanchez, the ref belongs in OBT. Joe Pa says Benji started so he could help Kyle on defense, and that was successful. Moreni doesn't get back on defense like Benji does. Cannot have another game on defense like the DC game. Yeah, true. That's uh, a good uh, good uh, observation for sure. This is uh, Matthew. Any update on Moutinho? Okay. I have one. I, I, have one. I, I do too. Go ahead. Uh, I don't Go ahead wanna... So he had an interview. I mean, this is what I saw. I mean, he had his interview with um, with Portuguese media, uh, Sporti uh, TV. Um, and he pretty much said, and I quote, uh, they ask him, would you like to go back to Europe? And he says, of course, I would love to go back to Europe. It's my main goal at the moment. I am very happy here. I've always been very happy here in Orlando. I really like the club and the organization. They've always welcomed me very well. And I've always felt very well a comp- uh, you know, we're a very good company. And he says, but I think that now... The right step in my career is to go back to Europe. All right, that's exact. That's that's exactly what he said. That's All exactly right. what he said. This was about. This is about. This was early in the morning today, so about six to seven hours ago. Do not be shocked if this guy leaves. I spoke with somebody who's close to his camp, and they they want to leave. Nothing against the club, nothing against the fans, nothing against anything. No, for sure. He's a professional. Just like, just like Joao has said on the interview, <clears throat> the Moutinhos have been uh, have been more than pleased with how their son has been treated here. Mind you that <clears throat> Joao came to the United States to play college ball. Uh, he played in Ohio, I believe, uh, Akron University, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, he went into the draft. He went to LAFC, which misused him. Uh, he got in some injuries. They mismanaged. And they gave him away, stupidly, yeah. for a player that is no longer in uh, in MLS, uh, Mohamed El Munir. Uh, with that said, I wish him the best, man. Um, he's from Portugal, so he wants to go back to the continent of his birth. I can't blame him. He's still young. Uh, Orlando can benefit financially in a great way if if now uh, we benefited. He was a generation Adidas, so I'm not a big expert on contracts or anything, but it did not have a huge impact on our bottom line, on our um, 
on our roster. Uh, but now he's aging out of that, and uh, this is this is it's a step in his career. He wants to do personally. I think we have learned the experience from Mueller. People want to leave. Let's give them that opportunity because the last thing you want is to create an environment where people feel that the club is going to put the needs of the club ahead of the player, and that obviously is going to affect our recruiting. Uh, so with Joao, that's that's a situation that is happening. Person that I spoke with. Um, the person that he spoke to in Joel's camp is as close as he can be. So obviously something will be official very soon as the window moves along. But the reality is that he has been a servant of this club, has given us great moments, and uh, and I just wish him nothing but the best. You know, um, I'm, I'm going to say this, uh, you know, if, if Moutinho does part ways with Orlando, I mean, I'm going to say what, what, what I've seen personally out of Joao Moutinho. He's a kid that has a very level-headed guy, um, very friendly with the press, always uh, go, you know, go right attitude from the get-go, a very professional guy, um, always willing to sign a jersey, take a picture, um, say thank you after the press conferences. I mean, he's been nothing but a great asset to, to I think, Orlando City. And, uh, I mean, if, if he has those aspirations, uh, it, it's it's his career. And I, would, I personally, myself, I wish him, if he decides to part ways, wish him the best. Uh, I personally think that he will excel. And I know, knowing him, he's going to try to leave the club with the love of the fans and the love of the organization in case some, you know, it, it, life happens and maybe he, he'll... You never burn bridges. He, I he have can, learned that. He, and he's that type of person. He, he's that type of person. I have no doubt. And, you know, uh, you only wish him the best at that point. You know, um, you can't really blame somebody that want to move ahead in life. Um he has that aspiration, and I, I'm wishing the best if that's the case. I mean, his goal is to – he feels confident that he can play in that level of, um, you know, Primera Liga, right, which is the, the, the first uh, division of, of Portugal. And he, I, I believe, I believe too, he can. I believe, too, he can. So let's see what happens. Uh, Paola, what are your thoughts? My observation, my observation, he's a humble guy. Like, you don't see him with an Audi – he just drive a Corolla. Um, I like the dude. I like the dude, despite his uh, his um, injuries and all that stuff. I like him since he got here in the club. Um, he's super friendly. Um, and we will miss him, but c'est la vie. Next. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, totally. And, um, you know, there's also a couple of rumors circulating on OCB player, too, that maybe uh leaving us right possibly right so um Cambolo Guadalupe right uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share this this is from De Diario Depor from Peru uh, I want to say hello to Franz Tamayo which is a good friend of mine journalist over there uh from Diario Depor one of the biggest um so this is here from the MLS to Liga 1 Liga 1 is the Peruvian league Cambolo Guadalupe jugará con UTC um, it says, Cambol Guadalupe will play with UTC, which is Universidad Tecnica de Cajamarca. It's just small, um, I will say, middle of the table, lower bottom of the table club. Uh, and he says he hopes to be observed by the 
under 20 Peruvian coach, uh, Peruvian national team coach, and to get a spot in a future, uh, you know, um, call up for for Peru. Uh, and also, he he his goal is to play in the Peruvian national team with all the big dogs, right? With Cristian Cueva, with with La Padula, with uh, Tapia. So that's what he wants. And he feels that, obviously, uh, a process. So, so he had a huge chance in Orlando, in my opinion. I mean, not, I mean it's his decision. First and foremost, he's, he's the player, right? He makes the decision of what he wants to do in life. Uh, he, he makes the last call. But in my opinion, personally, I think he's making a big mistake. Because... And again, this is just my opinion, right? Because the Peruvian league is one of the worst leagues in South America. I will say, and I'm Peruvian, and I can vouch for that. And I'm not saying anything wrong or anything controversial. It's completely truth. No Peruvian team has gone any further in Copa Libertadores in years. And right now, there's only one team that is Melgar de Arequipa that's in Copa Sudamericana fighting for a semifinal spot. Other than that, quarterfinal spot. Other than that, zero. Alianza Lima, which is my team, nil. Cristal, nil. Universitario, nil. So the league is subpar, right? We got now a lot of people over 30 going to Peru and play from all over the world because it's the retirement league. It's become a retirement league there. Unfortunately, it's sad to say, but it is the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to lie to people. It's the truth. And I believe that Kembal could have stayed and follow a process, in my opinion. Follow a process with OCB. He has a, he's a talented young man, and he could have definitely succeeded here and even be called up with Taylor Williams up to the first team. He had everything to do so. I honestly don't understand what his um, reasons or his, his, his thinking is or who's advising him that that's the best decision. But in my opinion... It's not the best decision because in my, I, I'm telling you because I watch the Peruvian League and I cover the Peruvian League too. MLS Next Pro, you bring right now Inter Miami with Romeo Beckham and you put him against the, uh, that club that he's going to be playing against. I guarantee you Inter beats them by three. I bet $20. And, 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 and it's the cold hard truth. So... I don't know what his motivations are. Hopefully, he, he, he wakes up and maybe that's what he wants to do. In the end, it's his decision. But I wish him the best because he comes from a very prolific family of soccer players in Peru. So his uncle is Jefferson Farfan, which is one of the top players in, in Peruvian history, one of the top strikers. Uh, and then his other uncle, he is the, a man of the people, right? Cuto Guadalupe, right? A center back too, right? So he has a very prolific name, a name that is recognized from somebody that's walking down the street. Oh, Guadalupe. Oh, you're the cousin of so-and-so. So he's a recognizable name, right? And so I don't know if it's – I, I, I don't know, but I question that. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's sad to say, but I, I, I thought he was going to follow the process, and I wish I would have seen him. Could be called up to the Peruvian national team, which is his dream, but playing in Orlando City in the first team. I would have loved to see that because I think this league is growing in such exponential way, even MLX Next Pro, 
that um, the competition is going to grow stronger and stronger year through year. And Peru, in the, unfortunately, the Peruvian League, the heads of the federation are corrupt. So the level of soccer decreases year by year. Year by year, it decreases. And it's worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And that, that's where Kimball is going, unfortunately. So I don't know. What are your thoughts there, uh, Dave? And then we're going to read. Uh, <clears throat> no, I wanted read, to give you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Comments, so. The comments are, 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 are piling up and there's a lot of stuff. So I'm just going to be very brief. I wanted to give the microphone to Luis, obviously. He's Peruvian. And I don't think of anybody that can give you a more passionate, more in-depth analysis about the situation than Luis himself. All I'm going to add, because uh, this is a conversation that we had before the show started, I think, um, like we say in Puerto Rico, Kimball is, 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 is trying to live the movie, you know? He has been laid out with a lot of temptations, girls, money, partying, and all this. We don't need that in Orlando. We need people that want to commit to the club, that want to put the put the club first, want to work on their career. Sadly, and I'm embarrassed to say this, this is a commonality with a lot of Latino players that come to Orlando, and we fall for we fall again for the same trifecta that derails every single of these boys: women, money, and easy living. And we can't have that, my friends. If you look at the individuals that we have in this club, are married men, church-going men, uh, you know, no. fathers, dedicated professionals. That's who we have, and we don't need disruptions. I feel yeah. Guadalupe also was influenced a lot by the media that was always interviewing him. Then the U.S. national team flirted with uh, going after him. Yeah. He had a lot of opportunities, and with this, I continue. Uh, I finish. An, an American citizen that was raised in Peru in the pedigree that this family has is a dream come true for any manager. But at the end of the day, Guadalupe make his decision. Campbell Guadalupe probably is going to be remembered as uh, one of the sad stories of Orlando City, or perhaps he goes there, you know, hits a big who knows. Football is it's, it's a, a lot of places. Yeah. And I, and I want to remind everybody, we had an incredible story story in Ivanilo de Jesus from Brazil, and we all know what happened there, a complete tragedy. So uh, I wish him the best. I hope that he's making the right decision. In my opinion, I would have loved to see him in purple. But, you know, just like Paula has said many times in the show, next, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate um, that that's happening. Honestly, I can't say that is because of – you know, uh, party on, party on, party on. I, honestly, I, I don't know his personal life. And honestly, I don't want to dive into that myself. I don't know if it's that, but I, I'm, I judge the decision, in my opinion, because uh, of the level of soccer. And uh, you got you to gotta be blind, in my opinion. I mean, this is, I mean, uh, this is a strong, strong talks, but I think I have all the backup to back this up. Um, you got to be blind to think that the proven... <laughs> Liga Uno is um, better competition than MLS. I understand that it's Conmebol, but unfortunately, it's run poorly. It's run poorly. It's behind, I'll say, 30 years in infrastructure compared to, um, to other leagues in South America. I'm, I'm being completely honest. There are stadiums with turf, not even with grass, right? There, there, there are stadiums with no lights, 
right? And I'm not exaggerating. Now, um, what I do recommend is the MLS uh, or other teams, or if any scout is watching me right now, there's an untapped market of talent there in Peru for cheap that you can go ahead, bring it into the team, bring, you know, bring them, push them, make them gain muscle mass, and they'll be top players because a Peruvian player technically is a very good player. Um, tactically and technically when it comes to passing because Peru plays the passing game, the possession game. You know, they love to play the tiki-taka style. I mean, and I know that they probably fail at it, but they play that style. So they're very uh, savvy with the ball and the dribbling and all that stuff. You've seen Yoshi in Orlando City. You've seen, uh, you know, the, the, how Pedro has improved his career, in my opinion, since arriving into Orlando tremendously. He become a better keeper after failing in Mexico. He, he you know, you've seen that, and uh, that's what I don't understand. Why going back there when you're 18, my friend? When you are in the pinnacle of your youth, this is a short career, and you're going to the Wolves. You're going to the Wolves. Uh, now, I wish him the best, and I hope that maybe I eat my own words because I want to see him succeed. I want to see him in, 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 on the top. I want to see him in the national team, and hopefully that's his decision. So, Paola, what are your thoughts about this news right here coming that I just said? Like David said, you are the master of this <laughs> league. No. Um, who can better express than you like you know that this league i wish him the best i don't know his decision if i would have been him i would have stayed um but probably he wanted it to be like his family right oh let me go back let me go to peru let me go to that league and be like my family i don't know probably when he's mature and he realized it's gonna be late and he's gonna be like oh They they said that to me, so it's gonna be late. Yeah, so. so let's let's read some comments so we can switch to the next um, topic that we were going to talk about. Uh, Victor Sanchez, Guadalupe, bye Felicia. Next, this is Jesus Gamundi. David is 100% right. End the show. There you go. Victor Rivera, money talks. I mean, I guess money talks. I, oh, I, we're not ending the show. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't say. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say money. I mean, money. Yeah, money talks, but. You're 18, dude. Why do you need a three million dollars? Like, I mean, be honest with you. Uh, do you want glory? Do you want to push yourself harder? I mean, he had a huge chance here to to uh, be right there in the first team with with Taylor. You know, I, I, you know, with Thomas. Sorry, Th Thomas Williams. Or Thomas Taylor Williams. Thomas Williams. I always call him Taylor. I don't know why, but Thomas Williams. He always had he had the opportunity to be there. I just don't understand. Victor Sanchez Gaston, can't wait to see him play in Orlando. I think he's going to be a great addition uh, for sure. Uh, on Gaston, real quick, uh, he is uh, at the later stages of rehab, so he should be pretty soon out there with the boys, do running drills and stuff like that. Most likely, the next uh, in the next month or so, he'll be by himself, but he's expected by September to be in non-contact drills, and that's fantastic because that means that he's very ahead. In his recovery. No, um, you know, without a doubt, without a doubt. Let's. Uh, it says uh, Dennis Simmons. It says Galese's contract. Do we resign? I say absolutely. I do too. I think he needs to be paid uh, 
in my opinion, I think he deserves to be paid more than uh, uh, one. I mean, he needs to pay top three money for the game against the He sold me on the fact that that man, whatever it is, yeah. we gotta pay him. Like we 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 gotta pay. I mean, he's he's a you, you take him away. I mean, not to knock down at a granny and 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 Mason, they're great keepers, but the level that he plays is unbelievable. He's gonna go to the 2026 World Cup. Peru has to go to the 2026 World Cup. They they you know how many teams qualify for next World Cup? Six plus one because it's six that go directly and then one uh, with the international playoff. So you you better go because you know. Uh, a go, a Gohan. It says Moutinho. This is uh, Moutinho as a person uh, more than as a player. Okay, well, one v one Gohan against Moutinho. Let's see who wins, right? I'm just joking. <laughs> Denny Simmons selling players overseas. Look at us. Cool. Yeah. Victor Sanchez, Jesus Gamundi. I agree with you. Jesus Gamundi, Moutinho. Nadie te va a extrañar. Te lesionas en solo respirar. Estás hecha de vidrio. Gracias por todo, che. Um, no, mira, personalmente lo voy a decir en español. Eh, no hay que tampoco, tampoco exagerar ni ser sarcástico, ¿no? O sea, Mutiño ahorita juega en tu equipo de fútbol, en tu pichanga, en tu, en tu, en tu barrio, y te gana, mano, uno contra uno, ¿eh? te apuesto, ¿ah? ¿eh? Ahora eh, yo creo que sí lo van a extrañar. Personalmente hay, hay gente que. Que, que bueno, sus lesiones y todo, sin duda, pero es parte de, es parte de, es parte de, o sea, hay, hay que verlo. I, I said, you know, it's, 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 too, it's too harsh to, 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 to judge a player like that and say, you know, you, you're made out of glass, you know, thanks for everything. Now, um, who are you going to bring, Danny Alves? If we're 50 years old? I mean, uh, who are you going to bring? Uh, Adrian Winter? Or uh, maybe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Can bring Venter because he retired. Joel Batista? Joel Batista? Tevez, no, that, that retired too. Tevez is, uh, is on the we market. Brought, we brought, we brought, I mean, honestly, we brought garbage to Orlando too. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, uh, Thomas Dupree, everybody hit the like button. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Tessie should, should think about going somewhere. Right? Uh, Victor Sanchez Torres and Kara. Uh, okay, fire. Yep. Felix Quijano, any rumors that a new striker coming in? Man, that's... They, go this, ahead, Dave, if you have this, one, but wish, I, I, this, I, I wish. I wish there's some... This has been... This, that was a theme every night. Everybody came over. Do you have any information? I'm going to tell you guys, because we're going to go into a topic of somebody that is very important for the club, so I don't want to uh, get my, ahead of myself, but um, right now, there's nothing out there. Personally, I, I, I have not heard anything um the usual sources have been completely quiet um i have googled signing with orlando city or interest with orlando city in any major uh european language and nothing whatever we're doing we're doing in the disguise of the night so that to me sounds great because this means that what we're doing we are not filtering through the usual channels and I have to be honest with you guys, a lot of the information that we give to you is because family members associated with the player or their agents or, um, or uh, 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 journalists feeds that to us. And what we do is we go to our sources in the club and confirm that there's some validity to it before we say it because we're not going to just say anything and look like idiots. 
So the club is never giving us information. I just want to clarify that because that, that was a misconception a lot of people had sure. when I spoke with them on Saturday. The club never says, hey, David, Luis, Paola, guess what? We're signing this guy. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> we no. wish. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Yeah, I, I, wish. wish. I, I don't I know wish. what I got to do. Maybe if I have to, like, cook him some food. I mean, exactly. wholeheartedly. Again, what we do when we say, hey, we talk to our source and we are only confirming what third parties are telling us. So yeah. that's that's what I want to get. Plus, I want to tell the fan base too. When you're when you're a club and you're growing like Orlando, I mean, transfer rumors are gonna come. And I mean, personally, as a journalist, I have to inform you about rumors. I mean, and, and I mean, yeah, you have to put it's a rumor, but don't get so salty about rumors, man. I mean, it, it's the first fan base that I I don't know, but in my other channel. In Spanish, like when it's a rumor, it's a rumor, and and people are like, yeah, they're used to rumors, and 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 you know, but here I feel like, oh, rumor. Why do you have to talk about that? This is not good. No, no, you're alienating your fan base. Rumors. No, you can't do that. No, there. No. So personally, I I don't know. We're gonna talk about rumors, right? I mean, uh, and let's start with this too, right here. Rumor, <laughs> right there. Orlando City Club Sedical Director Ricardo Moreira, which I want to say hello to him if he's watching, received an offer and met with Brazilian Club Santos, which is my, my team in Brazil. You know, I will say if I support Santos for sure. Uh, Santos board, but it's reported that he turned down the offer because his focus at the moment is Orlando City. Moreira has two and a half years left on his contract at Orlando. Uh, thoughts, Dave, uh, on this? I think... Uh, this is a great move for Orlando. I think he's I'll, been. I'll see my, my my turn to Paola and then then yeah. then I'll go. There you go, there you go, Paola. What are your thoughts? I think I think it's a great. I think it's a great. Uh, I mean, if he's staying in Orlando, I think is is he's been nothing but phenomenal. I think uh, in recruiting some players. I like the guy, and I like what he did in with Columbus, Ohio. It took some time, but they they won a cup, and what he's doing with us is going to the right direction. Um, it's not a dying uh, night and day job, but we're we're going there. Second, the only thing that he has posted, you know, that he do hints when he's doing something for the club. He just posted something in Twitter, so something is coming. So, Dave, go to your cell phone. I just I just tag I just tag you. There you go. He just posted something on Twitter. That's it. He just posted a photo of the tunnel. Um, where it says stay hungry, he's he put stay foolish. That's it. That's the only rumor that um, he has posted on his social media. So there's no more rumors. Luis Suarez, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. There's something. Hey. There's something going on. So if if it's Luis Suarez, he's 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 a he's a he's a master. He's a Jedi master, dude. Like I will personally like. I will, I, like when I see him in communication, I, I will go like this. Like I, I mean, Luis Suarez will be great. I mean, I understand he, by his pedigree. I mean, he's Luis Suarez, dude. I mean, you saw you saw what yeah. hey. I'm just I'm just going. It says stay hungry, and you know what? Um, I, I don't know. That's that's the the assumption I'm doing. One one of the things to build on what uh, Paola just said is uh, for all of us that had the pleasure of meeting Ricardo. No, he's a Ricardo guy. has always been a friend to the yeah. podcasters. Great, great guy. Uh, you know, Ricardo used to uh, go to the podcast 
and 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 until the club told him not to anymore. This guy has been a friend. Uh, you know, he follows me on social media. I follow him. Um, you know, every time that I have I have a question of something, he's always available to correct me or to give me information on it. So I, I, that's all I gotta say. He, we, we are very lucky to have him. And I'm not saying I'm not the one saying that. A lot of people in the league um, give him a lot of praise. Uh, this guy played ball here in, in the United States. Is a lawyer. Uh, he was an agent back in Brazil. This is somebody that that lives football. Uh, many times this guy has been in, in the offseason to the wee hours of the night uh, at the office. This guy has been the first one to go in, last one to leave. Uh, you know, with the Facundo Torres situation, this guy was flying to Montevideo several times to make things happen. And uh, we, so we have to be very thankful of who we have. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, a source told me that Aside from the fact that he turned down the offer to Santos because it was below what uh, what they were offering him, and l let's let's be honest with ourselves, he's getting paid in U.S. dollars versus Brazilian uh, reais, and uh, yeah, and uh, the the I mean the difference is abysmal, and also is because the the club the club felt the heat, and the club is like, okay, what do I need to do for you to stay? And they're working with him. That's all I know about it. So to to him, kudos. He was at the OCB game last night, uh, looking at the boys. Uh, this this guy is a is a twenty four seven guy, and uh, like I said, super humble, always approachable to the fans. Always, uh, he never leaves a hand unshaken. So we are very lucky to have this individual in our organization for many many years. I have told him several times, do not leave us. Do not leave. I mean if. Of course, if Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool comes knocking at the door, I'll drive you to the airport. It would be foolish to say no. But unless it's one of those giants, stay here because you can build your legacy. There'll be a statue built to you if you deliver a trophy in this no, city. No, and, and obviously, uh, you know, and one of the things I'm going to share something on a conversation that I had with him. Very, very, that, that tells me the, the, the individual that, that he is. He told me once that just because I can spend the money of the of the ownership in a player doesn't mean that I have to. Exactly. That we, we have to we have to purchase players at a sensible price, and we have to uh, sign the right players. When he evaluates a player, he evaluates the whole character, the persona, who who's, who his family is, aside from obviously the skill on the on the pitch. Because that a, a, a bad teammate, a, a disruption in a team can be catastrophic, can destroy a team from within. We have seen this not only mm. in, in football, but in other sports. So I, all I got to say <sighs> is thank you for staying, my friend, because we can't be without you. Definitely. Um, I'm going to give him a – this is somebody – this is my opinion. I'm just going to throw it out there. I think this is a great prospect. Uh, because I, I watch the Peruvian league, and you know, I'm I have a connections in a way there. And uh, personally, this this player has said he wants to play in the MLS, and right now he's one of the best players in, in that league. In that league that is poor, yeah, you want to say, it, but he wants to leave because of that reason. He sees 
the growth of the MLS and how all these young players are coming into play. Tiago Almada, Facundo Torres, Cesar Araujo. You see all those young players coming in and, you know, playing at such high level and the league is playing at such high level that it's becoming talk of the town. He wants to go to the MLS and is this guy, Luis Iberico. He plays for the Peruvian national team. He can play as a nine, as a striker, and he scored many goals as a striker, low number nine. He can also play as a left wing. It could be um, somebody that shares the duties with Gaston Gonzalez for sure. 24 years old, uh, 34 games, uh, 10 goals, one assist, and 600,000 euros is his, is, his, uh, is his transfer fee. So, I mean, it doesn't get any... Cheaper, cheaper than that, in my opinion. I mean, six hundred thousand. Uh, I mean, you can negotiate for sure, but um, he he wants to play in the league, and he's twenty four years old. And I mean, you have all his uh, information here. You know, ninety four percent passing accuracy. You know, uh, you got sixty three. You know, seventy nine percent of uh, precise uh, crosses. You know, ninety three percent of shots uh, from distance. Uh, percent so it's 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 he's a player to take numbers and take a look i mean like i said there are players in some leagues that are maybe not brazil not uruguay not argentina that for a lower cost can produce much more and they will definitely uh you know grow their potential here in the united states that's just my opinion i think lucio erico Phenomenal player and also phenomenal human being. I have to say, very. Uh, he's playing every youth level of the national team, Peruvian national team, and uh, I definitely. If, if I was Ricardo Moreira, I'll take the number. You know, like, hey, you know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I trust him. I trust sure. him. I trust him for sure. Let's let's read some comments from some people here. Thank you so much. He says Victor Sanchez, Luis Federico, great player. Yeah, thank you so much. He says here. Eh, dice Jesús Gamundi, Chavo, el periodismo vive de rumores también, cualquier rumor es válido. No, está bien, sí, muy cierto. Héctor Ayala, tablante for the first team. How long for that? He needs um, an international spot. Whatever the club wants to do, I, I said it on Twitter. Uh, if, if I am, if I am uh, Moses Tablante's dad, who I had the pleasure of talking to, um, I, I'll go explore. You know, if, 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 if his son... I spoke with Moises. Uh, I, I want to say it was uh, it was it was early this year. It was early this year. Uh, I spoke with Moises outside of uh, the U17 uh, game over there at the, um, at the training facility, and uh, Moises told me he he was ready. He was hungry. Oh, it was. I'm sorry. It was right before uh, the end of uh, last year's season. And uh, and 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 to be honest with you, um, he's he's the diamond that keeps shining at OCB. I would yeah. love to see phenomenal player i mean i just think that like dave said i agree wholeheartedly on that uh victor sanchez roberto carlos benzema nani in orlando florida hmm. well i mean nani lives in orlando so he kind of you know has to you know see his house and all that stuff i'm sure um a lot of people I saw on Twitter, they're saying, hey, why does it Nani come back to Orlando? I, I highly doubt He's going to be playing in Australia. Yeah, so we'll see He signed happens. for a team in Victoria, Australia. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Ese es un Amundi Morera, buena persona. Sí, I agree. He's a great, great person, great guy. Chago 19, ese es, uh, ¿saben algo de Jesús Gamundi? ¿Viene o no viene? Ese es, you know, anything about Jesús Gamundi, is he coming or not? Not sure. <laughs> Thomas Dupree could be Lingard. Could be. Could be. I mean, uh, he's good. This is uh, Thomas Dupree could, uh, could use another body at um, fullback. fullback. Fullback for sure. I, I agree. This is Alianza Lima in Peru, Santos in Brazil. That's right. Solo son rumores. That's right. Muy cierto. Felix Quijano. I think Marcelo would be a good fit at left back here in Orlando. I mean, he's. I mean, in, I mean, he's getting to. He, I mean, he's he's older, obviously. I think we need a uh, we need a left back that's able to do the back and forth, uh, able to defend and attack. And I would like to see him uh, partner with the wings. I think we need that. So kind of how Ruan, you see it on the right wing. And I know Ruan, you know, he is the speedster, and sometimes he loses the ball on that sense or the crosses maybe are not. Or he goes too fast too and there's fast, no one right. to cross too. We need somebody with a pace that is – To keep gonna, up with yeah. Right. To keep up, I think it would be great. And then, you know, you have Jake Mulraney, Gaston, Gaston Gonzalez, and whoever you bring on top, I think on the wings that will be the, the gamer for Orlando. But he also needs to defend. That that will be my, my – my, who, who could it be? I mean, I could think uh, – Many names, right? Like Marcelo, I think he's a great, obviously, a world class, world class player. Who wouldn't want Marcelo in his team for sure? Uh, it says Victor Sanchez. Papa Pareja said last week that they're working on bringing. Um, uh, says this is a new player, but who? So it says apparently Felix Hijano. Apparently, there are five or six teams interested in Luis Suarez. Uh, hopefully, we're one of them. Why not us? Why not now? I mean, I think we have the spot. We are we have the spot. We're a great market. Uh, we have the uh, the best fence in, in the MLS, in my opinion. I mean, I know that I'm being being very biased right now, but uh, <laughs> it's a but it's a soccer culture. I think uh, once you bring a player in the caliber of Luis Suarez, heads and seats. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's and just like jersey sales. Just and just like a car. And just like a car, and you know, then we're going to start seeing uh, Uruguayan media coming in, you know, more. Oh, you, you bring him with the, the three stars that we have, oh, forget about it. Yeah, and Gaston Jimenez, Gaston Gonzalez, uh, you know, Mauricio, Facundo, Ma Facundo, Araujo. You add another young player, maybe you know, obviously a left back and a right back too. You gotta, you know, make sure that you're taking care of that. We could have a good squad right there. And mm -hmm. that's a sub, Alexandre Pato, right there. Um, you know, why not? I mean, why it's not? like Thomas Dupree said, we need depth for sure. We can all I, agree. I think that's great. Uh, so, yeah. So what's coming next for Orlando, right? Uh, this all is right. the last the – last, uh, You know, you know, the last topic of the night uh, before we close on the show. We have about 20 minutes left. So Yeah, absolutely. So I'll be quick with this, Luis. So uh, traditionally, 50 points is all you need to secure one of the spots uh, for playoffs, okay? Traditionally, you get 50 points. You are basically guaranteed a ticket to the big dance. So uh, on the table this month, 
at the moment we have 12 points that are to be had. Uh, that is three points against Colorado this Wednesday. Um, it a, a good possibility of getting those. Our series with them is four wins, one draw, one loss. Colorado, one of the most difficult places to play in uh, MLS in North America, actually. Uh, then on Sunday, uh, 3 p.m. at Atlanta, uh, our series with them is three wins, five draws, seven losses. Uh, it's going to be a difficult place to play at. We have never won there with fans in the stands. But the Atlanta's beat up. They have lost, I believe, uh, four or five games in a row. Desperate for a victory. And, you know, I am sick and tired of Orlando giving uh, teams that are dead a lifeline. Uh, we just need to go there and embarrass them and punch them in the gut, just like they used to do to us when we were doing the bad. Um, so with that said, uh, right now uh, we have 28 points. That means that we are 22 points short of the magic number 50. Um, we are five points below the leader in the East and 11 points away from the shield runner, which is LAFC. Uh, so that's, that's the, that's what we have. So imagine if we win, uh, all three games, uh, in this month, that's 12 points that, uh, that shortens that, uh, supporter shield, uh, difference right there. So I, I encourage all of you to support the boys, um, we're going to be coming home after this uh, two away days uh, against Philadelphia. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself because obviously we're going to be talking about that on the next show. Uh, what do we do? Do we prioritize? Because in the middle of that week, we are going to have our semifinal against Red Bulls. And then we're going to be going on Sunday the 31st to D.C., a D.C. that uh, is going to be led by uh, Wayne Rooney. So we don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, so that's that's pretty much what we have. You see Orlando City in fifth. Had we lost that game, we would have found ourselves where uh, Inter-Miami is. Uh, and like I was telling you, my friends, uh, I don't see Charlotte making playoffs. I don't see Cincinnati making playoffs. I see Columbus and New England regaining those spots. Um, I would like Orlando City uh, to host. Uh, but for that, we need to start winning and now. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, I, I'm going to say, and then I give the mic to Paula, um, those those six points are attainable, in my opinion. I think uh, we have the squad to do so. Uh, we just got to finish the play. I hope that they keep improving on that because otherwise, I mean, our chances are very limited. Uh, it will be very bad for Dom Dwyer to score on us. Uh, I know it'll be, it'll be crazy, to be honest with you, but um, I think we're a better team than Atlanta for sure. Colorado is going to be a tough battle, um, but those six points are attainable. Now, uh, we we got to make sure that we are level-headed. If we got the six points, we don't feel like we are going to just make the playoffs and we're ready to lift the trophy. Uh, and also, we cannot – I mean, it's going to affect us. Let's say we win three out of six. Uh, let's – Let's keep pushing forward. Let's not just say fire pareja because that's what I've been reading in some places too. Uh, and it's just like, that's the first thing they do, right? Or also uh, talking garbage about my man, uh, my boy Tesho, right? Um, you know, Tesho this, Tesho that. Tesho has a new role and I think he's been doing pretty well defensively in my opinion. But 
I mean, what I hear is like these people never touch a ball in his life, and and they're criticizing Tesho. I, I want to see him one v one scoring goals too in in the neighborhood league. You know, maybe they should do fans versus players and see maybe maybe we find uh, the the striker that we're we'll looking for. I would love for. to see that. You know, we, I would love to see them do bicycle kicks and maybe do you know a free kicks. You know, Luis, do you do you remember that show Pros versus Joes where yeah. they would go to Twitter, <laughs> yeah. pick pick that some cringy tweets, bring that pe the person yeah, to, yeah. to play that that player that'd on be, their that'd be, oh. that'd be hilarious. My that'd God. Be, That'd be hilarious, and there will be millions and millions of views on YouTube. If Orlando wants to do that, I think that'd be hilarious. Hosted by Tesho and uh, and uh, Miguel Gallardo. That'd be hilarious, you know? But honestly, like, I think Orlando has a good chance. Let's not get carried away. I think our concentration and our heart should be in the U.S. Open Cup. I think... Uh, I know Arsenal's coming. I know also there's an Arsenal, Chelsea, the London Derbies here too. Uh, but our concentration should be on the Orlando match, on the U.S. Open Cup match, because that's a, a huge opportunity for Orlando. Like Dave said, get cash, but more, more than likely, first major league title in the city of Orlando after Eastern Conference Finals. Epic fails, 2009 Orlando Tragic, Orlando Magic against the Lakers. Uh, you know, no, not even the Predators won the, the, the indoor football league. I mean, you're talking about tragic after tragic. We got Orlando City with the best fans in the world coming in, and they can win the U.S. Open Cup. That, to me, speaks volumes. And then we can move on, reanalyze and say, okay, Who am I keeping? Who's who's going somewhere else? But with a championship right there. And then, you know, we win the MLS Cup. Great. You know, hell yeah. We get to the final. We win it. Fantastic. But I think US Open US Open Cup should be our target. I don't know. What are your closing thoughts uh, there, Paola, as well? Um, I want to see sil silverware um, yeah, sure. trophy going up. I will be in the West Club again. Last time I'm gonna be in the West Club, then I'm gonna be in session 34 or something watching the game in the final because we're gonna pass to the final, but we cannot perform as we perform versus Miami because we don't have low <laughs> versus the Red Bulls, okay? Um, but against Colorado, um, I think we're gonna see rotations in the roster. I, I don't want to jinx it because I jinxed it against DC United. I was like, oh, we're going to win this game. There is an easy, <laughs> it's a easy team. We're going to win. Boom. I, I take that for the team. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, okay. team. I'm not going to do it. Um, so let's see. It's going to be interesting. Against Atlanta, who one of my boss. He's from my Atlanta, so he knows that we're playing against so them. Your your boss is from Atlanta. One of them, yes, yes. So Why? he knows. He knows. I don't know. I don't know, Luis. I don't know. He's from Atlanta, but um, he knows that we're playing against them um, on Sunday, and he he's gonna watch it. That's what he said. I was like, yeah, watch it because we're gonna lose. So. <laughs> um, 
they're we're, we have to take that into advantage. They're fighting against each other. Um, they're not a good morale right now against them. So we're going to win it, even though it's in the road. Um, I'm afraid because of the turf, but let's see how it, it turns out. The last time that we were at that turf, Mundinho got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to go with, with David to see that game and my fiance uh, to Team Roof um, with our friends of Orlando City Fan TV. So we're going to be there. Yeah, I invite everybody uh, to go. It's going to be yeah, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to try to make it. Is it, this Sunday, right? This Sunday is the – Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I went to I'll probably the one. my laptop. <laughs> yeah, I went to the one against uh, um, uh, Columbus, and, and it was a blast. It was really good. So, I, and, and again, to all the all the all the all the listeners that came over, say hello to us uh, or to me. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, be there. Um, the one of the guys from uh, OC Fan TV, uh, Zach, he works there, and uh, so we are getting the royal treatment. So, if you can make it, please go. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Get to meet a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Orlando City fans, and, and it's gonna be a blast. Luis, I have some things before we go. Was that the, um, was that the British fans? Uh, well, before that, we saw Mate, uh, Mateo Zayas for a profit. That's great. Yeah, that's so we good. did. You know, that that's off the books. I'm just oh, that's what I'm gonna mention about that. I mean, we talk at Nelson about this. Uh, so we make some money out of that deal. Uh, free uh, international spot. Blah blah blah. Some, I saw somebody talking about Alvarado, and uh, Alvarado, uh, most likely, we're trying to sell this window, or uh, in December, we're going to leave him, let him go on a frame. So, unfortunately, uh, Alvarado's not coming back. I know he's he's on fire yeah. in Ecuador, but uh, unfortunately, uh, the club has made a decision that they're moving forward without him. Um, Daryl DK had a friendly with uh, West Brom Albion this past weekend. The rival was my English club, Stevenage Football Club. They played in Stevenage at the Lamex Stadium. Um, the club was kind enough. They sent me a picture of uh, of Daryl saying hello. They actually told him, hey, Daryl, do you mind taking a picture? And he was surprised that there was uh, that the Stevenage knew who he was. And they say, hey, we have a we have a fan. We have fans in the United States that are also Orlando City fans. There's, there's a picture. Uh, I want to thank the uh, supporter group. Uh, th I'm sorry, the supporter liaison officer of Stevenage Football Club for that picture. Uh, that was awesome. They shared that obviously on their official social media. Um, uh, West Brom lost to nil to Stevenage. So Stevenage super exciting because that means that if we can defeat a championship team, manhandle them, keep this man uh, not scoring, then our season is going to be great. So. I just wanted to mention that real quick. Also, um, before we go to the fans, uh, I want to mention to you guys that Benji and Juan are hitting the 100 appearances this week. So they are going to be joining the 100th uh, MLS club, which includes Tesho, uh, Jansen, Mueller, and Iguita. And uh, two players that are close to be joining that group is Perea and Pereira. And uh, this is a tweet from Liz Diaz who follows me on social media and consumes our content. Uh, and uh, Luis uh, or Paolo, if you guys can read that for us. Oh, yeah, sure. It says here, while we waited for the storm to pass, we met this young man. He follows Orlando City from England. He has never been to a game. He asked his grandma to please bring him into the game. 
to the game while on vacation. Long story short, he saw he saw his team win. I gave him my hat and Pedro autographed the hat. Exactly. That's and that's awesome. awesome. That's for, what for, it's all about, friends. Awesome. That's fans. what it's all about. The um, you know, our our fandom uh goes beyond the confines of our state, city, and country. And uh, I guarantee you, this young man is not going to forget that. And, and, and that's what, you know, as a fan base, we need to be very proud that these are the type of people exactly. that we have in terraces. And uh, last, there's another one similar to this one, uh, Luis. Uh, oh, is this one? Is it this one? Uh, well, we can go over that one. That, my friend, this is a funny story here. Uh, Chris who has been, uh, we have followed each other on, on social media for years. Great fan. Uh, he, I didn't know this was his son. I had seen, uh, has seen, uh, seen, seen this little boy doing backflips. Every time uh, we score a goal, he does a backflip. That's his thing on OC Fan TV. And um, uh, I was walking and uh, he stopped me. He's like, hey, are you David Valentin? And like, I was like shocked. And he's like, can I take a picture? And uh, I was I was like super surprised because I'm like well, you know my, my my even not even my kids want to take pictures with me, and uh, so that's uh, backflip Cal there. Uh, he's a regular of Orlando City Fan TV. So there we go. Uh, we took the picture. Uh, nice fella. The, that's that's the future, my friends. This is what we talk about: uh, the culture of fan of the club, not the result. This is what it's all about: young kids that. First of all, I don't know what he finds interesting about listening to grown-ups talk about football, but, you know, he, that's his passion, yeah. you know. And uh, so we always appreciate uh, all the fans that, that, that give us love. And, and, you know, so we had that picture. The other one, uh, Luis, is uh, about the Welsh fans. Oh, yeah, the Welsh. Yeah, right, here. right here. So this is, this is Samuel Taylor and Ethan Young and Adam. They're from Wales, Noborida. No, that's uh, Welsh for saying good afternoon. Uh, bought tickets. Didn't know they were not allowed to leave. They couldn't get back in. Me, Joe, and an OCSC employee, Nick Santos, make sure they got in and gave them our extras. Vamos. There you that's go. fantastic. Look, th this is what, again. Yeah, that's ex fan experience. Like, that That speaks volumes. That like, speaks volumes. Wholeheartedly. And to Nick Santos, the employee, Nick Santos. Here you go, Nick Awesome. That's what you need to do because that's, you know what you could say. The of a, the yeah, that's the heart of a lion, right there. Because you could say, "Hey, listen, that's you know, sorry, too bad, so sad. That's the rules." No. Then these guys who came from across the pond are leaving with a great uh, experience and attitude about our league. And you know what's gonna happen when these guys are in a pub and some drunk idiot goes, "Oh, MLS is just a retirement league." These guys can say, "No, it's not. We had a lot of fun. It might not be the best league in the world." But there's talent, and the fan, and the American fan knows how to have a good time. And the, my friends, this is how you destroy the myth and the caricature that our league is just a retirement league full of oh, uh, yeah. of, of crappy players. So, with that said, uh, oh, and one last thing, one last thing. Uh, I'm going over my notes here to make sure we're covering all the things. Uh, yes, my um, yes, my friends. So uh, I was told. You know, I was so bad from from a good source that some of the players that are not gonna be uh, here next year have already been told about the few, the the plans that the club is gonna be moving on without them. 
Uh, it, so, you know, the club, it's, it's going to be making some changes. I don't know if the changes are going to be reflected on this window or in December, but the club is, the team is going to look very different. But that's what I'm trying to get to. The club is going to be look, looking very different. Uh, you know, if you're like me, I'm always checking on players. Some players have taken the OCSC from their headers on social media, whatever that means. I don't know. Are they leaving? Are they not? Some players uh, that we were seeing them with OCB, they are not suiting up. We don't know what's going to happen, what's happening there. But uh, whatever it is, we got to remember the name in front of the jersey is bigger than the name in the back at all times. And just like the great legend of this club, Tom Traxler, told me once, managers and players come and go. The supporter remains. So that's what it's all about. That's right. Um, I want to thank everybody that um, – commented on the show today everybody if you're listening right now this podcast is also on spotify and apple Podcasts. thank you so much for supporting us uh check us out on twitter at lpo underscore podcast we're also on instagram as latin proud orlando and lpo podcast as well we're on facebook and youtube click on the notification bell for all notifications i'm going to check the count of people that has subscribed we are uh let me see we are at 408 subscribers. Mm. If anybody has not uh, subscribed yet, uh, pass the word around. If you know Orlando City fans, subscribe to the channel. Please. We want to we at least end the next month in 500 and hit. we'll probably do a special episode to get to the middle mark. And then once <coughs> we get to the 1K... Uh, we will have a party more than likely, you know, you guys can join live with us. We can, you know, discuss Orlando city and, you know, it'll be a celebration for sure. And, uh, you know, keep supporting us because we're going to try to provide you the best content possible. I know that, you know, um, because of my schedule conflict, sometimes some games are not being able to attend like the Daytona one for pride. That was like four hours away from my house. And then you have, uh, you know, um, you know, the one a couple of games for OCB, but we probably will add some new people that are going to be helping us out uh, with OCB, with Pride as well. Uh, and we're going to expand this to bring you the best content possible. So uh, I, I appreciate you guys uh, always supporting. And, you know, I'm going to try definitely to be here, uh, be at the team roof on Sunday and, and meet all of y'all for sure. So uh, it will be my honor. So, um, Paola, any last words you want to say before we close the show? No, Sunday I will be there with with David. If you see me, I still have stickers. Are you okay? I still have stickers, and I will bring bring them with me, and I will give you one. So okay, yeah, for perfect. sure. So I like, like Paula said, please be there. Uh, mostly, let's let's support other uh, content creators that are doing a fantastic job. Uh, I would like to remind everybody uh, we have our Twitter handles here. Please follow us on social media. And uh, my uh, YouTube channel, The Legendary David, blogging about the games and my experience there. I recommend that, uh, you know, give me a thumbs up and follow as well. So there you go. Well, thank you, guys. This has been Loud and Proud Orlando. We'll see you guys next Monday. Vamos, Orlando. Vamos, Orlando. Vamos. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando. Thank you.